The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the people pressed upon Jesus to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake. But the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had ceased speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great shoal of fish, and as their nets were breaking, they beckoned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. Henceforth you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. So Simon Peter, he has witnessed already uh, the power of the Lord. He has witnessed the uh, wonderful power of his word, also the power of his presence and his healing touch. He has begun to uh, increase in his reverence and in his love uh, for this Jesus that he has encountered. This is still very early in Christ's uh, public ministry as he is making himself known. And he desires in a very special way to make himself known deeply to those who will give themselves to him completely. Right? And so he wants to reveal the depth of his, uh, of his power, of his divinity, and he wants to give this in waves, if you will, to these men who will give everything to follow him. And so what happens here is we can see there's been a response already that has gone out from Capernaum and the people that have heard of the wonderful words of Christ, the astonishment, remember, that they had at his teaching and his authority. And it says people have are now pressing upon Jesus as he stands beside the lake, pressing upon him to hear the word of God. This pressing upon in the Greek, it means also to rest upon, to lay upon, to rest upon, to find rest. And you can imagine that at this point, this is this beautiful relief for souls as they hear the word of God coming from Christ, from the word himself. Our hearts, as St. Augustine says, are restless until they rest in God. And as this truth flows out from Christ, the people are finding rest in Jesus. He is the goal of our existence. He is our final rest. 
and they have this beautiful foretaste of that rest, even in this life, as they listen to him as he speaks. They press upon him, they rest upon him to hear the word of God, and he is standing by the lake of Gennesaret. Now the power and the wonder of this word that has drawn all these people to listen to Christ, to form such a multitude, such a crowd, that he has to get into a boat and distance himself a little bit so that everyone has the opportunity to see him and to hear him more clearly. As we've said before, he does this from the, sea, from the boat of Peter. At times he's in Peter's house. At other times he's in Peter's boat. The one common denominator, Peter. The church which Christ will establish upon the rock of Peter it is from this church that, like when he was in Peter's house, he will heal. But it is also from this church, like in Peter's boat, where he will teach and preach the truth. And Peter has begun to have such great reverence for the word of God, for the words which come forth from this Jesus whom he has encountered. Such reverence that even after he has labored all night, he says, and taken nothing, he is a qualified and a good fisherman. He knows those waters, the Sea of Galilee. He has grown up around them. He knows how to fish them. They are at that final kind of end of the work that they were supposed to have done. They're no longer in the boat, but washing the nets as well. And so what the Lord says to them is, put down your nets for a catch. Put out into the deep. Simon Peter says, we have toiled all night. He simply states the work that they have done, not in any disbelief. We have toiled all night, but at your word, I will let down the nets. He has already witnessed the power of this word, and he trusts in this word. And his act of faith in the word is rewarded with fruitfulness. His act of obedience to the word is rewarded with fruitfulness. He is giving us an example in Simon Peter for our own life. The words that they heard in, when they all sat in Capernaum and were amazed at Jesus, the words that they listened to as he preached to them from the boat, we have access to the Word of God as well through the Scriptures. We are also called, like Peter, to become obedient to the Word, to live according to the Word of God, that is the call of a disciple, of a Christian, and of a follower of the Word, a follower of Christ. And our life is a call to increasingly um, conform our life to this Word. When there is this abundant fruitfulness, it says that Simon Peter and all the disciples are astonished. The word there in the Greek is different from the astonishment that they have in Capernaum. That astonishment in Capernaum, it we, as we said, it means also to be struck out of themselves. Here it means to be rendered stupefied or rendered immobile, unable to move. They are astonished at the power of Christ. They are witnessing here what we have in the responsorial psalm for today. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness. And they begin to realize that this is Christ, the Lord, whom the entire earth and its fullness, to whom the entire earth and its fullness belongs. His power is not only over sickness, 
His power is not only to preach the truth and to heal, but he even has power over the fish, over all creation. And they are rendered immovable by the weight of the glory that they now perceive in Christ. Peter cannot even leave the presence of Jesus. He has to ask the Lord to leave. <laughs> Depart from me, I'm a sinful man. He can't move. He's been struck under this glory of Jesus, so taken in by the majesty of the person whose presence he is in, and so aware of his sinful self. And this is a true, as we've said before, a true encounter in prayer. This is what the encounters with God look like in the spiritual life. As they move ever more deeply, we are struck by his holiness, at times rendered stupefied. But we're also struck by our own weakness and sinfulness, our own as different as we are from him. And that can render us immobile. I'm unable to do anything. I'm unable also to escape your presence. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. And so Peter has had this very beautiful and true experience of God, knowledge of himself and knowledge of Christ. And the Lord responds, not with saying, no, don't worry, you're not a sinful man. He just says, do not be afraid. Because to those of us who are so distant from God because of our weakness and sin, he has come to offer mercy. And more than that, to take us up into his own activity. That just as he has caught all of these disciples, what he is telling them to do, he has already just done. He has cast out the Lord, his own net of the word, and he is drawing all of these souls to himself. And now he's going to take these apostles and disciples into that same activity, no longer to cast out with the nets of string and rope, but to cast out with the net of God's word, this word of power, this word of healing, this word of authority, and through this word to draw all souls to God as we have been drawn to him in his mercy. Amen.